rising up and disciplining yourself to do something that, you know, you don't want to do. Because the truth is about business, this is what I say, like, for anyone who's in the human design experiment, if they're like, oh, that doesn't light me up to do that. Well, there are parts of your business that are not going to light you up. And sales, for most of us, is one of them because we have so much crap around money. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this week, I have my whole family on, I mean, minus my daughter, Chloe, but my family, my team, we decided to do what what we like to call a year in review and talk a little bit about what we have coming up in 2024. But this podcast is really just a conversation with me and my family, my team, and we're going to talk about some of the stuff, some of the shit we have gone through this last year, all the things that we've learned and all the ways that we've growed, growed, and all the ways that we've grown and just, I mean, kind of just, I mean, what are we doing? No, it's like, we're, we're just being vulnerable and raw and showing you all who we really are. Yeah. We're going to lay it pretty bare in a way that uh, we don't normally. Yeah. Yeah. So we started January with, um, it was pretty freaking hectic. We had ended the year. We had, I mean, we had a refund come in from a out of the blue, out of nowhere. We had failed marketing attempts. We had, Garrick had just left his fire career. Um, and we were really just going into 2023, like, <laughs> How would you say we felt? I felt like I felt, just, I was feeling burnt out. Like I was tired from selling the formula. We had just basically um, fought a UFC card and we were <laughs> in every single fight. Yeah. Yeah. And we had another fight coming up that weekend. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. no rest time. No, it's like, get back in the ring, buddy. So imagine, imagine having to be like, okay, imagine if you're, if you're feeling like burnt out and like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? And oh my, not again. Wait, what just happened? If you're like that and then you're, it's also like, okay, and now I need to do more. Yeah. And I, I can't stop. And and there's no safety net. Yeah, no safety net. None. We are the safety net. There's no fallback. Mm-hmm. No. 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 We learned huge, huge lessons in trust this year. So I think what we'll do is we'll just kind of go around and share. Um, Sorry, what- you know, this is funny. This is funny. So I wrote this down. I think this is a great place to insert it. I was waiting to say this. I The way I wrote it, I was like, how did this year feel to me? And it felt like the uh, I was taking a never-ending SAT test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just never yeah, ended. Yeah, man. And as Didn't soon as it. I get, as soon as I figure out, one, I get in my groove for the English. 
It's over and I need to move to math. <laughs> and the questions aren't hard. They're just they're just outside of your scope of comfort. They're just not what you study for. Exactly. <laughs> and there's really no way to study. So I know. I I it felt like this year felt like is there anyone else who's done this before us because I'd like some help. This year was the year of our whole family coming back together, getting all on the same page for the for the business, all on the same page for the for the bigger vision of our lives and really making commitments like core commitments to seeing this as the way we are going to succeed. So we we all had our all individual lessons. I mean, who wants to start with theirs? Well, um I I could start um because this kind of I think applies to all of us and uh it was a big moment for me. So yeah, like finishing out 2023 was a doozy. I mean, for context, we had probably You mean 2022. Or yes, 2022. We were coming off of easily well over six figures in what could easily be defined as losses. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what do we do? We don't have much to like. At least it didn't seem like, where do we go from here? We don't have much left to keep pushing to achieve the goals or whatever. And, And so what did we do? We decided to invest again. Let's sink <laughs> another 20 grand into a two-day live mentorship with none other than David Nagel. My hero. So that was a big deal because um, I don't know about you guys, if you've ever lost over six figures in less than 90 days, but um, your first logical idea isn't to spend another $20,000. No. And so throw more money in. But we knew it was the right thing to do. And we didn't, we didn't know why at the time. It was just an opportunity that presented itself to us. And we're like, we're in the middle of this deconstruction, this shit hitting the fan moment. Yeah. But uh we needed help. If anyone could help us, it would be, you know, David Nagel. It was a total sacral hit. I remember when his whole thing came around my awareness, I was like, oh man, here comes the sacral. And I told you all, I'm like, we got to go. It's a sacral, yes. You know what's funny is when you approached us and you're like, we're all in the little uh, common area of the office. Yeah. And you're like, I think we should do it. Um, We're just like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so yeah totally counterintuitive but that's why it was right yeah it, it ended up being so good because it's at the beginning of the year and we are able to really see how a large business the large business we were we say we wanted to create how they actually implement and create and plan strategize and build team around their vision. Yeah. And it was so symbolically relevant to what yeah. we were going through. Yeah. Like at first, I remember throwing around uh, at the time, we were like, uh, 
oh, I remember me and Jaden having this conversation at least once or twice, either before or after. And it was, that didn't do anything for us. What, it doesn't solve our problem. Like, oh, like we're not going to make money from doing that. Like we need, we need this amount of money to be able to do this thing that we want to do. And, uh, it, we, it, it, when you're in the trench at the time, it was very like, did that directly correlate with the issue that we thought we Mm -hmm. had at the time? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, this was a shit investment. Well, at least I had, I had moments where I was, yeah, Yeah. I, I love my experience. Like I'm 25 at the time and I get to go to North Carolina and meet one of the greatest business minds to ever business yeah. duo, Stefan and David. Yes. Mm-hmm. Best business duo you could probably ever be in a, in a room with. And I'm just like, what the hell am I even doing here? Yeah. Yeah. We were really up against a lot of imposter, a lot of what, who are we, what is happening? And it ended up being the best room to be in for direct coaching on exactly what we were going through. Like we told them about all of our investments and the money we lost. And they were like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And yeah, they looked at us with like, is there more to the story or are you just being a little bit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, really helped me to just kind of calm down a little bit about it and just take more of a, like, like a perspective of I'm a business owner and I have to handle this as a business owner. I guess my biggest takeaway from that whole experience though, was that forward is the only way out. Yeah. And we experienced what we didn't want to experience. Like we we're everything that we were afraid of happening happened. And the only way out, if I'm looking back at it now, if I was like, cause I would, I, Sometimes I think, man, I could, I could, I could go sell phones. I could go sell cars. I could go sell solar. Like I can, and I could, I could, I've made six figures selling phones. I can make six figures doing it again. I know I could do it better. And like, I, I, I you know, like there's moments where I'm just like, ah, but that wasn't the way. Cause that would just abandon what I said I wanted. And it just wasn't an option. And yeah. the, the only way out was forward and forward meant sinking $20,000 into solving the problem to not solve what I think is the problem, which it ended up being a symptom. The, all right. this money thing was just a symptom. So if I tried to solve that, it wouldn't have worked. But because we followed, I would say, your sacral hit, we were actually able to identify the core which was moving forward into the depth of where all of this comes from, which is the vision, which I, why I think it was so symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty profound. Taught us a lot about our team, taught us a lot about ways that we could actually hit our goals. Um, And it really just that this last year has been the year of like, Danielle could not go any further on her own. Danielle needed Danielle needed team, but she needed strategy. And what I did at the end of 2022 was I hired a bunch of people thinking that that was the answer. And what I was shown was that was absolutely not the answer, that I still had some foundational building to do. So this last year has been foundational building 
based off of what we learned from David Nagel. A lot of that was was through that. I know it all made us come to more of a like grow grow up, like grow oh, yeah. up. You're in the big leagues now. Grow up, operate a business, become a leader, become a CEO, and operate in this way. Yeah, this the theme really for me was growth in that way, trust, and forcing everyone to stretch mm-hmm. really is, you know, and you'll see in the uh, stories to come with each of us, how that all, you'll see how that all fits. Yeah. So why don't we start with those stories? Jaden, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. I mean, the the biggest thing for me, um, as far as like stretching goes, was just um, setting, was learning how to set, um, you know, I have no interest in sales or learning sales, especially at the time um, when, you know, we had that huge refund go down and we were making all these pivots and um, up-leveling ourselves um, to kind of dig ourselves out of this hole, this emotional hole that we were kind of in. Um, I had to learn how to do setting and you know my role has always been just the editor like I've, i edit the podcast i deal with the, all the podcast stats and posting and um uh other miscellaneous editing things you know um which is just so easy for me it's it's not it doesn't even feel like work when i do those things so uh when i had to learn how to set we made some um uh sales restructuring on how we were selling our offer at the time one of our offers and uh a, a huge part of that was um having a setter come in which was me we ultimately decided it would be me to come yeah. in and set which i was you know um very apprehensive about but i also felt that you know there was no other choice like there was nothing we couldn't hire anybody it would it would have been wrong for us to spend even more money on hiring somebody um it just made sense for me to come in and fill that role um and that was very very scary for me and it was very very uncomfortable because i wasn't sure um, that I would be able to be successful doing something that I knew literally nothing about and never foresaw myself learning and actually and actually implementing um, into my daily work, you know, practice. So I had to do a lot of, you know, fighting my own mind with what my mind was telling me I was capable of and what I was comfortable doing. I had to, it was a really big step out of my comfort zone uh, type of thing. And it, it just felt like a really big responsibility was put onto my, onto my shoulders, you know, and I was probably putting a little too much pressure on myself, but, you know, I felt like that was, you know, that's clearly my root energy center giving me the stress that I needed in order to accomplish the task looking back. But um, it was just completely new waters for me. And and so learning that skill, um, 
was just, you know, it, it was a, a complete learning process. I had to learn, you know, how to work more with Noah and ask a lot of questions and, and, you know, ask for help when I was feeling overwhelmed and learn this whole new process, um, of setting and, um, you know, basically stepping into a more involved role with, as far as like bringing in money for mm -hmm. our business, it just kind of felt like all of a sudden one day it was just kind of dropped on my, on me. Like if I don't learn how to set these people, or if I don't, you know, overcome this, these feelings and, and these beliefs, then we won't have like, how are we going to make money? Like it felt like um, taking on a complete new level of responsibility, which, you know, I, I even as apprehensive as I was, I, I welcomed it in, in a lot of ways just because, you know, I had been thinking before we made that that change um, in my role, just, you know, everyone is is selling and, and coming up with offers and, you know, where do I fit in? Like I just edit like you know which is very valuable it's it's extremely valuable we don't have to pay for an editor or anything like that you know um but it was just like well okay well how I, i'm not bringing in any money you know so this felt like an opportunity for me to kind of um get experience doing that and um you know it it I proved to myself a lot during that process that I was actually capable of learning something completely new and actually excelling at it to the best mm -hmm. of my ability. Um, you know, I, I, every, I would start to set people and get on calls with people. And after every time I, it went successfully, it just was kind of like a rush for me, like, oh my gosh, like I, I did it. Like I actually did it. I didn't think I was going to be able to even set a one call, let alone set a call that actually we sell, mm -hmm. you know? So it just felt good to kind of be a part of the, um, of our, you know, bringing in revenue yeah. for the business. And, um, you know, it was something that I just never thought that I would actually be capable of doing. Um, and so there was just a lot of growth for me in, in that sense of just, you know, expanding my, um, capability for holding, you know, a bigger amount of responsibility and taking my role in the business a little more seriously, um, and putting all the things, you know, that I would quote unquote, rather be doing to the side to help better our situation. Everyone, you know, at the time we had to really buckle up and, and, um, get serious about our roles and, to, you know, each of us had to do different things and, and expand ourselves in a different way to kind of dig ourselves out of, you know, a hole basically. And so it felt like, you know, that I was actually able to do that and help in a way that I never had before or felt like I was even capable of doing. Yeah. Yeah. You really proved a level of a like resourcefulness, capability, um, and adultness in you this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it was rising up and disciplining yourself to do something that you know you don't want to do because the truth is about business. And this is what I say, like for anyone who's in the human design experiment, if they're like, "Oh, that doesn't light me up to do that," well, there are parts of your business that are not going to light you up, and sales for most of us is one of them because we have so much crap around money. Yeah, it was definitely um, it was definitely like that for me, because it, it, that is not something that I am excited about, or that gets me excited. Like I have no interest in in that kind of thing, like learning the sales and the, and the setting, I had no interest in doing those things at all. Um, but you know, once I started doing it, um, and kind of getting more familiar with the process and, and what that's like, and working with Noah, a lot more on refining the systems that we had um, in place at the time. Um, that's when it kind of became a little more exciting, like after the learning curve was kind of uh -huh. settling after a few weeks, you know, uh, the most overwhelming part for me is just the beginning, like when I don't know anything, it's like, oh, my, I have to freaking rush and learn this as quickly as I possibly can. This is uncomfortable, not knowing what I'm doing. Plus the responsibility I was placing on myself, you know, the pressure I was putting on myself. So, yeah, no, I think, I think you, you, you made a good point, Jaden. It's just, I mean, that was something that you, we, at the time, right when you had to step into that role, we were all having to step into these roles that we had no experience to prior or, or were being forced into out of sheer just necessity yeah and and i mean around that time is when i mean for that even to to happen we were postponing or trying to get around having to do those things to begin with like yeah. like you never would have had that that um ability to step into that setting role had we even decided to go with the mentorship that provided that education for us. I mean, we were, I mean, talk about having to learn the hard way. I mean, we invested in done for you agencies. We would see a little success from the stuff we would do. And we'd take that money and go, okay, where are we going to put this in our business to be like growing and building a stronger foundation and educating ourselves so that we're, we can create some space between this overwhelmingly large hole it seemed that we were in due to recent events and i mean we sunk what was it twelve thousand dollars into a uh, done for you social media and advertising agency mm -hmm. which completely fell flat on its face mm -hmm. of no fault of our own yeah they just yeah. were like hey we can't offer these services oh and yeah. we can't give you your money back because mm -hmm. we we already rendered you these services mm -hmm. we're like oh okay well now what's our option we have to go with the uh mentorship program that is another twelve thousand mm -hmm. dollars that you were supposed to go with you knew you needed to go with first but you tried to take the yeah. easy way out yeah. And so here so you're you go. saying you knew you needed to do this other thing and overrode your spleen, really. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I I'm just putting this into context to to circle circle it into where what Jaden's experience was because the decision was 
okay, I'm actually being confronted with the thing that I need to do, which is take complete and utter responsibility for making sure to educate myself and step into this role of leadership that is unlike anything I've ever done before. My past prior management experience with leading uh, cellular sales teams, not good, you know, micromanaging, not able to grow a team, you know, working 12 hours a day just to supplement and cope with my deficiencies. And and now it's like, okay, so remember how shit you did at that time? Well, we need you to fix that now. Yes. And this the is how you never lets you off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just remember us all having this conversation of like, okay, everyone needs to rise up here and this is the way to do it. And I was like, it's a lot of fucking work. Mm -hmm. I'm battling with being a projector, thinking that I don't have the energy to do it. At the time, you get, mind you, at the time, my role was basically a glorified VA. <laughs> you know, I, I, I am helping make strategic marketing decisions where that strategy came from was pure just intuitiveness. And also sending Danielle her acuity and zoom links <laughs> and solving her Facebook live issues. And, <laughs> and so here it's like, okay, so you know, all that work you're doing, you know how tired you are and you know how strung out you are, let alone your family. Um, so we need you to like multiply your work output by five. Mm. <laughs> We're just going to need you to five X your work output here, buddy. And it's like, God, damn, this is what I was trying to avoid. Yeah. Anytime. And that's so cool that you pointed that out because anytime you think you're going to get away with something, but then you have on your vision board, like, I want this for my life. The universe is like, yeah, you're not going to get away with it. In order to get that, you have to become this. <laughs> and so I had probably avoided that subconsciously because a lot of i took on a lot of responsibility uh, i took on 100% responsibility uh for all of the mishaps and misgivings that the business has had and uh i just had this uh, this awareness of like how instrumental my guidance as the only projector in the family also happens to be leading my mom's business and here I am making these decisions that we all made together. But at the end of the day, it's like, I could have said no, or mm -hmm. I could have made a different decision, or I had a deficiency here. So I am responsible for losing the business over six figures. Mm -hmm. And then I am also still coming to the table saying, we need to keep going. And this is what we need to do to keep going. And, and also stepping into this abundance mindset and, and having this connection with my higher self and source just in general and, and doing human design. It's like, yeah, you're not, you're not supposed to solve this higher level problems that you think you're facing with, and you're not supposed to cheap out. So these, yeah. when I'm, when I'm bringing these solutions to the table, they're like five figure investments yes. every single time. <laughs> these aren't, this ain't, you know, you know, pennies we're talking about it and you know depending on where you're at relatively speaking like it's a lot it's not a lot but it was a lot for yeah. us at the time because we were constantly 
Writing that line. Doing enough to make sure that we were still providing our services at the highest level that we could. We were still doing enough so that we could maintain our quality of living. Um, and we were still making sure it had to be enough in order to keep us digging and moving yeah. forward and plowing through. And so, yeah, I mean, all of that long-winded explanation is say like choosing to go with that mentorship uh, and work with his name's Cole Gordon, work with Cole Gordon's team to learn what it actually means to build a scalable offer in business Yeah, and take what it is that we know so intuitively well and have helped so many people do and use their human design. But how do we systematize that? How yeah. do we, how do we make it to where this business can actually make a grander impact and there are logistic th logistical things that you need to do. It's not all just deconditioning the inner child. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that was just big for me because I was avoiding that decision and I was forced with actually just committing to it instead. And because I made that commitment, it gave everyone else the opportunity to step into roles that they had never done before. And so in a way, I mean, I was, because I was trying to subconsciously avoid the hard shit, I was postponing everyone else's involvement, mm. which is kind of just coming to me now in real time. Yeah, um, I've never and, heard you say that. And, and I think that's why I couldn't get away from it because it's not up to me. It's like, do you see when you don't follow your hits? Do you see when you don't follow the true path? And the true path is not always the shiniest, mm -hmm. it's not a yellow brick yeah. road half the time. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the true path could also be the one you don't want to take. And, and I, I had to, I was trying to avoid that and there was yeah. no avoiding it because everyone else had things that they needed to experience and do and, and achieve. And the universe is going to make you achieve it. Yep. Yeah. That was pivotal going with them. That, that really helped us a lot. That really moved the needle for us. Oh my God. It completely revolutionized the way I view business. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, mind you, I was, I've been approaching business up until this point with, you know, obviously I watch a lot of YouTube gurus like everyone else does, but I had a purely sales background. Mm -hmm. You could say I had a management and leadership background. I did, but not a very good one. And I was, I was running a multiple six figure a year, uh, location, multiple locations, but I, those stakes still aren't quite on me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. There's, there's That's way, the key right there. There's ways to fudge the outcome where you're still on paper successful. Mm. That, that was not present here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no way around it. Like, I I swear, I named this business Wealthy and Aligned, and we are being rung through the ringer to make mm -hmm. sure that as we're wealthy, we are for sure aligned <laughs> all yeah, the way yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, to put your money where your mouth is. You're gonna yeah. call yourself that. Well, then watch this. Yeah. Try this out, you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is, is we made all of these decisions. It wasn't out of, we made certain decisions out of fear. Right. But right after that, we were strictly 
shown a contrast of, okay, that's what you think is the right decision, but this is the aligned one. We're going to, you are forced to make the aligned decision, right? You can make a bunch of misaligned decisions leading up to it, but eventually you'll run out of options. Yes. And the only one you're left with is the aligned is one. Is the aligned one. Yes. <laughs> and, and so we were shown very stark contrast between decisions that were aligned and not in alignment. And we had to choose very early on. We had to shift gears and be like, okay, we need to make the aligned decisions. And then that, I think, honestly, when we made that decision to work with closers and Cole Gordon's team, I think that halfway through the year was really when we all shifted to commit to not teeter-tottering on the alignment piece. Well, I mean, maybe subconsciously, but consciously, I remember we had a meeting at the beginning of the year where we all sat down, we did our family spray, and we all asked, like, are we in this, all of us? Right. Cause there was a conversation like, should you guys go get jobs outside of the business? And we all sat with one another and said, you know what? This is our commitment is bringing this work to the collective. Like, do you remember that? That was powerful mm -hmm, for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was powerful for me is like, no, we are, we are figuring this out. So I, I feel like, the decisions, at least consciously, the decisions that I was making from, from 2023 on, like I was really, really onto myself around aligned decisions versus misaligned decisions because we had just invested in that marketing company and we had just like things that started to go awry where I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go back to my teaching. I teach, I teach, go back and look to see where you made the misaligned decisions and you can find them can really find them. But I feel like for me in my little, like, I don't know, cocoon, you know, and then we were all learning how to make these decisions as a family and as a business. Like it wasn't just, it wasn't just like any old team, like the universe is putting us through. You say you're wealthy and aligned. You are a family. We're doing the family healing, the family come back together and heal all that dysfunction. And you're going to go into business together and do it in the business as well. Like there is no um, getting away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just give a little context on that. Just say that, you know, we all jumped into this a couple of years ago, coming out of, you know, living in different states, coming out of um, all kinds of personal issues, alcohol, and other things and thrust ourselves together into this unit under one roof, <laughs> just like one day made a decision to do this. And here we are going into business together. So we've got personal healing going on. We've got family healing going on. We've got a business that we're trying to build all at the same time. And none of us really know too much about business and none of us really know too much about family healing and inner healing <laughs> yeah like there we you know there's a few of us that knew a, a little bit had a little head start on each of those things but it was still like we really looking back like we really didn't know what we know now yeah no not the depth of it definitely not we're just like yeah sounds great let's do it <laughs> yeah i think i don't little know you guys know. will have you guys will have to tell me but was it like 
wow, mom has this life and she's so happy. It's like, we want that too, or we're ready for that too. Like, yeah. I mean, there was a piece of intrigue with that because it's like, wow, she really, what is this human design thing that really turned her around? And she's got this business that she's so uh, passionate about and, and it seems to be working real well. She's making all kinds of money and, and enough to where she's made space to bring her family back together. That's fucking powerful. Very intriguing, of course, because we were all scattered to the wind at that point. So if there is something that you were doing that allowed for that, I mean, how could that not cap capture your attention, you know? Yeah. So I know for myself, uh, I was looking for passively, but looking for a way out of what I was doing, slowly killing myself with alcohol and loneliness. And you were wanted just that looking for you were looking for an excuse to get back with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Little did I know that was pretty much like in my mind at the time, the last thing I was thinking about. I know it. I know. You know, so honestly, funny. it was like I just yeah. So to for that to opportunity to present itself in the way that it did was um too much to be ignored yeah there was just no way and so it's like oh okay everybody seems to be willing to hop on this train i i'd like to you know let's do it why the hell not it ain't worse than what i'm doing now i'm not doing <laughs> shit now so let's go for it you know yeah yeah, yeah I, and then as soon as like yeah, it was the human design experiment was taken to a whole new level with the family back together. Um, and and really just like each one of us had to, in our own way, commit to a new level of ourselves. I, I think I've said that, but it's like, I just keep imagining in my mind, it's like the human design experiment is the book you'll never stop reading about yourself, the jinkies. You'll never stop reading it. But every new level of growth and awareness brings out a new level of what we're capable of. And I think mm -hmm. this year has really allowed us to see as a family, like fucking bring it, bring whatever you have in store for us. If we got through these last couple of years, we can get through anything. Yeah. Really <laughs> strengthened our, um, our commitment. I think our commitment yeah. and our, our blind trust in the universe and in each other really bond. yeah yeah i think it, we were just you know strengthening both of those muscles at the same time in a way that we never have before yeah yeah never because have together the, yeah the things that we were committing to were like uh you got to be fucking kidding me right but okay I guess I'll jump in that pool feet first without checking if there's water first, you know, <laughs> that's literally what all of us were doing in our own way. And, uh, at various times along this journey is just like that trust muscle has been really tested and built over and over again. What was that point in the year for you, dad, in this, this last 2023, that was the, the first big like either oh shit moment or growth moment 
Your canon event. My canon? Canon yeah. event. The canon event. Oh, yeah. So in February, uh, I was driving home from the office in my truck by myself and listening to a John Wineland book um, from the core. And he was talking about radical responsibility and uh, essentially saying that there is no victim. There is no blame game. It's all you. He's saying it's all for you. Nobody's doing anything to you. And it just hit me in a way. It was like a ton of bricks. I started crying because immediately I got this life review. Everything flashed before my eyes about my whole past, our marriage, our divorce, just everything I've done, every decision. And and it made me realize how much I was sitting in that victim and blame consciousness. Mm. And so because I believed him, like I wholeheartedly, what he said, I knew was the truth and it was inescapable. And I'm like, Oh my God. So all this time I actually, there was something I could have done about it because when you're in that victim consciousness, you're like, Oh, you know what? It's just the way they are. There's nothing I can do. Um, you know, there's this, like this poor me, uh, mentality, this helplessness, you know? And so when you realize for the first moment that that's all bullshit and that no, they're real, you are really in control and there is always something that you can do. And the, the key to that is taking responsibility for everything in your life. 100% past, present and future. Um, it's big. That's a, that's a big moment. That was like, uh, I felt that viscerally through my entire body and, um, it was just incredible. And I, I, I think what also hit me at the same time was that the realization that, yeah, that's, it puts me back into the driver's seat. Mm. You know, it's something that nobody wants to do. It seems like people I've, it's a hard thing, at least for me, uh, at the time to take responsibility, you know, we're all so easy to just say, Oh, you know, that wasn't me. That was that person did that to me or whatever. That's just kind of ingrained in society. I think as a whole, we do that a lot. And so to take that on as you literally every piece of what you've experienced and gone through, um, is counterintuitive to most. And, but it fully empowers you ultimately is what it does because it's like, yeah, you know what? It's kind of a gut punch to think that, okay, I did that to myself rather than the easy way out and saying someone else did it to me. But once you get past that point, you realize how much power that actually gives you. Mm -hmm. It puts you back in that driver's seat. And so it's like, no, yeah, there's always something I can do. So that was, that was a big one. So guess what happened? (laughs) <laughs> what the universe, what the universe does when you have these, these learnings and these epiphanies, it likes to test you yeah. on whether or not you believe it or how are you going to implement this into your life? Right? So I have this moment. It's amazing. But then, you know, at the same time, all this stuff that we're talking about is going on, right? We've got these these big refunds. We've got um, 
a complete restructuring of the business. And there's this call for me to jump all in and do more to double down. And um, because our, you know, our agreement, like we've mentioned before, was to commit fully to the family and the biz. So it was like, there is no stopping. There is no quitting. There is no other option but to make this work. So that's the level of commitment that we all agree to. And so what do I do? I, I do that. I jump all in. I say, okay, I'll be the COO, the part-time CEO, the CFO, the house manager, Danielle's personal assistant, <laughs> the office assistant slash manager, manage five employees, hire and fire, pay the bills, that, 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 on and on and on, right? Usually you have one person doing each one of those jobs. So yeah, I, I say I tripled down probably with all of that and um, come down the line months, months later, um, burning the candle at both ends, trying to make this thing turn and burn. Um, I wasn't doing enough self-care ultimately. So I have a moment where it all comes to a head and I just uh, reached that point where enough was enough. Uh, this has to change. I, I can't continue like this because it's just not good for me or the business. It's it's going to lead me to uh, a level of probably physical and mental, you know, break, complete break. And so, so that brings me back to the radical responsibility piece. That's the whole setup of that from February is like, okay, now's your opportunity to take responsibility for all of this going on and what you're doing and not, you know, check yourself if you're being victim or blamey or anything like that and re-empowering yourself, which is sitting down with the family and, and with my wife and really reevaluating, you know, what am I spending my time doing? Do I need to be doing that? Is it really good for the business? Is it really good for me personally? Um, am I truly following my passions every single day and using every minute in the way that I want to? And, you know, that has led to my own personal restructuring mm. for my life, um, which I know now is what will make this work because doing it the other way would not, like I said, that was just a dead end street. It was a, it was a road to nowhere because you're just going to burn out and, and break and, and then you're no good to yourself or anyone else. So yeah, I think, you know, I've I've reached that point and we've had those conversations and and I am making moves to to get back on track so to speak. So, yeah. I see I see that as a gift and a blessing. Um I've learned an absolute shit ton um about business and family and relationships and all of that. So, my hope and what my intention is, is to take all of that, the whole year, that whole trip um, from the lowest of the low to the to the highest of the high into 2024. I'm going to learn the lessons and stay aware and cognizant as I can. 
and um, and really make those changes, take care of myself first. Uh, I can only give what I've got. And uh, I can't run around this place with an empty cup thinking that we're going to make it somewhere because it just doesn't yeah. work that way. So uh, that's that's kind of my journey in a nutshell and and what I'm going to actually take it and use it for in the future uh, this year coming up. Yeah, I mean, your I mean, your transformation, your journey has been what seems like a pretty grueling one. You know, we each had our own trials and tribulations, but I mean, uh, if we're like, like talk about, you know, Jaden doing a role he's never done before. I mean, you literally left a 20 year career of being a uh, engineer for the fire department, doing a specific thing that way and supporting our prior family, our past selves that way. And you had such this way of doing things, you know, almost 50 years old at this point. And now you literally 180 degree, you're, you're not even in the same universe anymore. No. No. You're on a, no. you're on a, we <laughs> might as well be on a different planet. I feel like we yeah, did a we, timeline we quantum shift or oh, yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. And, and so for you, I just, it's just insane to be like, yo, there is this different level of Garrick that was just mm. sucker punched into his gut and yeah. uh just <laughs> knees kicked out from underneath you that all while having to maintain this leadership role for mm -hmm. the family and business like like you and i had to we had to like co-lead mm -hmm. the business and then you're stepping in this new leadership role for the family and it's like yo what where everything is spilling over into everything and oh, we're, yeah. we're, and because <laughs> it's doing that it's like blowing shit up over here and and toppling this down over here and all of that stuff like every it was every single month there once, was something it every was like single month once a month we all had to be like what is going on yeah, yeah what the hell yeah, yeah, you might have yeah. left yeah. the fire department, but you were still putting out fires. <laughs> oh my god! Every single every, week, it's every like. week, every day, almost. And yeah, it was like that was a thing. I mean, you know, me and the boys went up to the Sierras on a backpacking trip and went through some shit there and a journey, and realized that you know that was my path. I needed to commit to the family and the business wholly, completely. That they needed me, and that's where I needed to do. That's what I was being called to do. And I came down off that mountain with the intention of you know retiring myself early because that was not the original plan. And what a scary fucking thing that was. Let me tell you, because at that point in my life, that was the only thing I had. Other than my family, of course, but like that was mine personally that I was bringing from my old life as a single person. That was it. That's like all I had left and a few possessions I brought with me. So it was like I had to go through this like stripping down process to a little raw, brand new newborn baby naked in a field and just trust because I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. You yeah. think I had ever run a business before or been a COO or done any of that? No, zero. So here I am retiring myself and jumping all in on that, um, trusting, hoping, wishing, praying. Yeah. And just going for it anyway. 
busting through that fear. I mean, I was, that was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life, bar none. Yeah. I mean, this whole year has been, the theme is trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tons trust of it. Because through this whole year, like I think Noah said it, we have never gone without. We, it, we always be like, I don't know how next one's going to happen, but we have never gone without. We have always had more than enough. We've always been taken care of. And that's the theme. Trust. Trust. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It it is so crazy because it's all relative, right? Like if we tell, if we got into really specifics, probably everyone else on here would be like, what are you guys talking about? You had all this stuff and you had all this money and blah, 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 blah. But relatively speaking, like we had never operated as a family, all five of us, including Chloe, on a level where we had to, we needed to make multiple five figures a month to support the business. We needed to make multiple five figures to support this new abundance frequency of the way we lived. Like, to in order to, I don't know if people understand this, in order to practice what we preach in abundance and wealth energy, we can't be like, oh, we're a little low on, on our, in our, we're, reaching the top of our budget. So we're going to have to not get steaks this month Yeah. or Noah can't go to sushi this week. It's like, Oh no, no. Um, we're almost out of money. This is when Noah has to go get sushi. This is when we need to get Mm -hmm. twice the amount of steaks. This is when we need to make the Costco or maybe we can not get so much and be wasteful. Right. right. It oh, no, really made us, sure. it really made us intentional. Like we didn't need seven bags of pistachios. So <laughs> you know, it made us super intentional, but, but what people need to understand is like, relatively speaking, like, yes, we were doing multiple five figures a month, yeah. but we were constantly riding this line of, yeah, but we are literally what se- feels like spending it all and shooting mm. our wad and having to grind to keep it up or the keep up with the Joneses thing. Yes, we couldn't, we didn't have to do that. But well, we're we weren't keeping to... up with the Joneses. We mm. were putting all the money back into the business to get it to scale. Well, exactly. I, I say that so that's kind of a concept that everyone can relate to. Oh. Um, because every everything out there about business is live on less than you earn, you know, chicken and rice, rice and chicken, and um, you know. Top ramen. And then if you do that, if you suffer long enough, you can make it. And what we're trying to do is, is um, I am suffering. We are suffering enough emotionally and working through trauma, traumatic experiences that are losing a hundred thousand dollars in less than 90 days (laughs) and still choosing to just accept that, that emotional traumatic journey. That's, that's enough. That's enough trauma. Uh, I still want to eat sushi. I'm still going to make sure that I have steak. I'm still going to, and I'm speaking for me specifically because, you know, that's just how I eat. And we have enough feel-free. We have enough coffee. We have enough uh, meditation mist. We still go to Joshua Tree every other weekend. Um, We still go to make sure we plan trips wherever. It was a lot of Joshua Tree this year because. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it was like we're still going to take care of us. I know I hear that a lot too in the, in the business world where it's like, I don't know, self-sacrifice, I guess kind of is what it delayed gratification. Yeah. Yeah. Which I agree with. I do. There is a level of delayed gratification that is necessary. Like 
I'm not even going to go into the example I'm I'm in right now. It doesn't even it's not even relevant. But there is a level of that. While if you have a goal in mind, like you want to scale your business to multiple millions of dollars, you have to reinvest what you're making to figure that level out. But you do not have to sacrifice your housekeeper. <laughs> you do not have to sacrifice the food you want to eat, you need to eat to keep your vessel going. You know, you don't have to sacrifice the yoga membership or whatever it is, right? But I always say that you have to make what you want, what you need. But this was the year of we're pushing, we're riding that line. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I want people to, to learn, hopefully take away from my experiences. I, I tip the scale a little too far on the self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. you know, and the delayed gratification, my justification for taking on all those jobs and, and burning the candle at both ends and, and doing all the stuff was I'm going to do that now and grind hard to get us to a point where then I can take my foot off the pedal and go to the beach and go do these things for myself. It's like, uh, you'll be careful to not fall into that trap going too far the other way, because then you wake up one day and can be, you know, have a a complete meltdown or have some sort of health issue or, you know, it'll sneak up on you. So there is a, a balance, I think is what you're alluding to, honey is there's a little bit of that, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta make, what you're doing a priority, of course, not be like just kind of uh, lazily just putting a little bit here and a little bit there. If you really have an aggressive goal and something big you want to accomplish, it, it takes a, all of you to do that. Yes. But just be mindful of, like I said, you can only give what you've got. So if all you're doing is giving, it runs out. Yeah. And then you're fucked. So yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me this year was really learning patience, really learning patience. And I don't think I've even come close to learning that lesson, but I have had to sit down and be patient with my own healing, be patient with the healing of my family, be patient when goals aren't being hit and I'm used to hitting them, knocking them out of the park by myself, be patient, be patient, be patient, be patient. It's like, I had to really slow down this year so that we can speed up, so that we can quantum leap. And just really falling in love with each one of you in such an awake way. Like, I I don't know how else to describe it, but like, I feel like your childhoods went so fast. Um, Garrick, our marriage went by so fast. And then we got this two-year cocoon with these kids mm-hmm. and this family bubble. And even when it was bad, it was like we were still laughing and having fun. I'm not saying every time, but it was no. still we had each other in a way we had never had um, no. people in our am- corner. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like coming out of the caves that we came out of and then I'm cooking in a kitchen for all five members of my family. We're all going to sit down to a meal every night of the week. Yeah. This is actually happening. It's like a pinch me moment. 
as as challenging as all these things were as we were going through them and going through the stress and having all these meetings and having to problem solve and do all this that part of it was a fucking miracle and it was like i wouldn't trade it for anything if if that's what i had to go through to have that you goddamn right i'd sign up for that a million times over because we just we thought that was lost we thought mm-hmm. that was it was it was gone that was yeah. not a possibility mm-hmm. uh, uh just a couple of years ago and so to be living that life was such a blessing and so you know when when they moved out recently all three of them all at the same time not considering how that would make me feel um, <laughs> daddy had a hard time <laughs> i had a hard time and i didn't even know that that's what's funny is you know i had this moment where it just hit me like a sock in the nose it was like man you miss your kids like badly yeah. You know, and, it's, and it was because I got so used to the noise in the house again and the laughter and everybody on top of each other. And, you know, even the, you know, you look back on it, it's like even the annoyances were nice, you know, just having that closeness again and having the opportunity to cook for everybody every night and sharing the highs and the lows was, was once in a lifetime that I will treasure close to my heart forever. And it, it went by so fast. And so all of a sudden one day, literally on a Saturday, I think it was, they all yeah. moved out down the street to another house. And it was like, Danielle and I are empty nesters all of a sudden. It's like, whoa, timeout, timeout. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, I think I got to cry about this a little bit. <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though I'm really super stoked and happy for them because I know how happy they are. And I really, uh, think it's necessary for them to have their own space and to grow in that way for Chloe, especially, um, there's a little selfish part of me. It was just like, I had to kind of mourn a little bit, you know, no, I don't think that's selfish. I think that's your heart. I mean, cause we were, we, we were thrown all back together and we were just so, like I said, in this love bubble. Yeah. And then it's time for them to leave. And then it's like, wait a minute. I didn't know how that was going to feel. Yeah. Right. And then we figured out that the reason it hit so hard, honey, is because when they left the first time, you were busy drinking. Yeah. So you didn't get to feel them leaving. And when I, when I say I was in three years of a freaking metamorphosis, messy cocoon, that's what I was doing was grieving, mourning. My family, I lost the best years of my life with my kids. I lost my husband. I lost, I might lose my daughter. Like, what is Danielle doing? Like, I had to go through that shit. And now you're having to face and go through that shit because you never even remotely came close to going through any of that. No, I just, I just picked up a beer, you know, a bottle of vodka instead. And so this time they're moving out, you know, it's not just me facing and looking at this event. It's I, I'm looking at the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. Is what it was is like, you know, this is me feeling missing them all the way back from then that I never allowed myself to feel. Yeah. So that's why I think it hit me so hard. I was just really, um, 
glad that you shared, opened up and shared that with me. I, I felt so relieved that we're able to now know that our boys are men. We know them, we know their hearts, we know they're safe and to send our little girl out to live with the best men in this world are mm-hmm. sons and they're right down the road. Like that, that moment for me was, I mean, I never thought I would have that because they went to Colorado and to Vegas. And I mean, I stayed up, I was like, oh my God, these kids are going to, what is going to happen to these kids? Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening to my babies? What will be their life? And just the fact that we get to now see the, see their life, see how they've grown up, see the men they're becoming, and see Chloe protected by these magnificent human beings is everything a mother freaking wants. Everything. Yeah, it really is. And a father as well. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you on that one. <laughs> so now we get to be empty nesters, like almost newlyweds really again. Mm-hmm. And we get to just really figure each other out at this new awake level. And you guys yeah. never would have had that opportunity had we not been buckled at our knees, lost all of that money, and then still decided as a family to keep going. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Because things are the way they are right now because we kept going. Yeah. Because we stayed in the fight and we we honored our commitment to each other and to the business and saw it through. And um, you know, we're seeing now we're 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 seeing the fruits of that um a little bit. It's like giving us this amazing new opportunity. And and I think that it's gonna allow everyone to flourish in a way uh that will just level us up again. Yeah. You know. Next year is a, is another level up. I mean, just based on, just based on what I'm being told next year is our year of, of growth. Yeah. You know, and we had to go that. through everything we went through. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? I was going to say, and every year after that, yeah, yeah. it'll never stop. <laughs> I mean, this year was our year of growth too, but I mean, I mean, like we have systems in place. We have everything in place now. We are yeah, so intentional with what we're doing with our money, our team, like we're able to grow our team very strategically. There's a mission, there's a purpose, there's a reason. And I don't know, it just feels like a solid foundation. So we'll kind of wrap this up. I mean, what are you all thinking we are taking into next year from this year that's going to catapult our growth? Uh, well, I mean- we could probably go on for another four hours on yeah. all the things that we've done. Yeah, um, let's not. But <laughs> we won't. Let's make Jane's this very. Edit let's it. make this very efficient. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just what I'm taking into next year from what I've learned this year is a higher level of leadership, accountability, and action. Hmm. The language of the universe: action. How about you, JD? I will be taking a little more of a open mindset because after my experience with learning the setting, um, I mean, it just really showed me what I'm capable of, you know, 
in the right circumstances, in the right mindset. So um, if something like that comes up again, I'll just, you know, remind myself of that experience and keep an open mind. I mean, even with the, I don't want to get too deep into it, but even with this new social media role, you know, is different than what I've done previously. And I feel like that my experience with the setting has, has opened me up already enough. So I'm just going to continue to carry that energy forward and, and take on new roles as, as need be. Yeah. So now you feel you're capable. Yeah. There's not so much pressure mm-hmm. anymore because I kind of proved how capable I am to yeah. myself. Yep. You really did. I know my social media has never done better. Yeah. Never done better. How about you, honey? So, yeah. So my intention going into 24 is to always keep in the forefront of my mind and my awareness um, as much as possible, that sense of always taking full, complete responsibility for myself, which empowers myself to always be able to do something and take action off of those awarenesses. And then um, I'm definitely next leveling my my self care. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I am doing things that are non negotiable that are um, pouring time, effort, and energy into myself because I know that by doing that, I am going to become a fucking killer. Yeah, I just yeah. I just know it. I just know it with everything that I've learned and every. I mean, we got. We literally got forged in fire and battle hardened (laughs) over this last year or year or two. So taking that, all that knowledge and experience, and then committing to making myself personally feel physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, the best that I can be. It's like, oh, fuck. Watch out, you know? Yeah, I just I see the picture of that, and I see how all those pieces fit together, and and how much potential there is for me. So that's that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, if if we could do what we did this year yeah. on all eight cylinders, watch out! Like yeah. we were, we have been successful this year. This was a successful year. Mm-hmm. We have closed this year out with more revenue than I have ever done in a single year. Well, so, if the IRS is listening, we didn't make anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Like, we figured that game out. Oh my God, what a mess. Yeah. But if we figured all this out on like kind of wobbly, not real sure, hope it works, fingers crossed, that kind of thing, we can do anything. Yeah, we can do anything. We can do anything. So I think what I'm taking into next year, yeah, because I could literally talk for four hours on this. I think I'm actually taking on what I really loved about what happened at the end of this year was I really got to slow down and I actually really enjoy slowing down Mm. um, and putting some time and effort into other things like besides just pouring it all into the business because I had to do that because it was just me. For so long, but now Noah's gotten it to a place to where I can actually take myself out. And the cool thing is my clients are still getting fucking amazing results. Like that's that's the thing. Like it doesn't have to have Danielle in stirring the pot in, you know, 24-7 for the results to be 
magnificent. So I think I'm going to be really enjoying taking a step back and slowing down and seeing what this vessel of wealthy and aligned is capable of as we move into launching without necessarily me um, being on the delivering side. That's actually interesting to me because I didn't ever think I would say I enjoyed slowing down. I'm really excited about Garrick and I's new relationship. And I'm really, I'm just like, I'm so over the moon with having my best friend. And I mean, the laughs that we have, like just these last few weeks, like I'm just so over the moon that we have to, we have the rest of our lives together. I'm really excited to see what happens with this whole channeling thing that comes out. Like I'm a little hesitant because it's a little vulnerable for me to like go all in on this channeling thing, but I'm going to do, I've been called to step into it deeper and deeper. And I'm going to do what I always do when I'm a little bit nervous and a little bit afraid. And I'm just going to wear my courage hat. That's one thing I can say, like, I have a lot of courage where I, I have this relationship with fear now where I realize like, oh, there's the fear. There's the thing I want on the other side of that. So I've gotten pretty good at riding that line and being able to know when to step over it and push it a little bit further. I think we've seen that kind of reveal itself this past year as a family, but I'm really looking forward to leaning into that courage around getting more into the channeling and making that a little more public and seeing what that next layer of Danielle and and Wealthy and Aligned is. Yeah, that's exciting. I hope this is valuable for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It was a lot fun. Of lessons learned. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a, it was a long one. I mean, we we really we could have done another four hours on everything that we've gone through. I mean, I think I think we pretty much summed it up overall. In order to be who we say we are to all of our community and our fractal line, like we have to really walk the walk. We can't just talk the talk. Like we actually have to live and breathe the the way that we teach to everybody else. And so this was a year of us just doubling down again. Everything that we that we stand so strongly behind and that we preach and talk about and you know have beliefs on here on the podcast. It's we live and breathe what what we're teaching. And yeah, I just hope that everyone can look at your family. And just really, really relish and enjoy the the love that you have, the camaraderie that you have, the friendship you have, the laughs that you have, and give each other just one extra hug this holiday season. Okay, everybody, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was valuable to you. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. I'll see you next week. Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. All right. Thank you for listening. If you feel like throwing some amazing karma out there, go ahead and leave a thoughtful review for this podcast and share it with one of your business besties. You can find more of me on TikTok, Instagram, and in my Facebook group. Find all the links in the show notes to never miss what's coming next over here. 